Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Our featured guest is a truly global artist, Miriam. Miriam tells the story of her upbringing in Senegal, before her family had to leave as refugees due to war in the region. She also opens up about her difficulties assimilating to America, and how she's drawn upon that experience as an artist. Miriam is also a fashion designer, who describes her look as Afrofuturist. Her fashion line is as international and striking as her music. During today's show, Miriam performs two songs, live from the Joy Sound studio. She performs Be the Change and Rogue. So let's get things started with Miriam performing Be the Change on Joy Sounds. Papa, every day you say I will make a better world. Life is not a fairy tale, no, not for boys and girls. You got to stop the talking. Got to get down Stop the talking Got to get down Intentions only take you far When you're on the road Don't wait around for people to Do what you should do You got to Stop the talking Got to get down Stop the talking Got to get down So be the change So be the shelter So be the one who's standing up When they're looking at you So be the change So be the shelter Don't be tomorrow Waiting for the day to pass you A heavy heart can slow you down when you're not aware Clear the spaces in your mind Start to breathe the air Lay a brick day by day Build your house of love Show that there's a better way To help us rise above You got to stop the talking Got to get down Stop the talking Got to get down So be the change So be the shelter So be the one who's standing up When they're looking at you yeah. Be the change yeah. Be the shelter Don't be tomorrow Waiting for the day to pass Tomorrow 
And that was Be the Change by Miriam with Noah Hernandez on guitar. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the Joy Sound Studio, Miriam. Welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm great. It's <laughs> Thanks such, for so me. nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Nice yeah. to meet you too. What I love about that song and your writing in general is how direct your messages are. There's no dancing around it. Like I love that line, stop the talking, because there's so much of that. You have this socially conscious position in your writing, very. which contributes to this very direct language. It is very direct. And I always felt like I should make it so that it's not too complicated. I mean, it's very direct sometimes and it can come off as preachy, but it's not. Like I just want to make <laughs> It's so simple so that a five-year-old can understand, you know, Any, anyone can understand it. But these are such fundamental and important concepts that I think it definitely needs to be said, particularly in this time. The, sure. the idea of being the change, you mm -hmm. be the change, is something I think we have to be reminded of quite a bit. I've always loved music, but then um, I wasn't really allowed to be a musician because I come from a very religious household. Mm. And so it wasn't a thing. I didn't even think I could do it, but it just kept calling me. And so I just decided to do it. But um, I moved to America when I was seven years old. And like, I just went through a lot with assimilating with American culture and music really saved my life. And like, I used to be teased all the time and like music helped me and made me feel good. And like, I just thought if I can put positive words with amazing melodies yeah. and just, you know, because we listen to music all the time and the things you repeat is exactly what it's going to be. So why not make it positive? But that's an amazing part of your story. If that if you were actually actively discouraged, you're a story of perseverance, if anything. Yes, I am. I definitely. I, I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, wow, I've been through a lot. Yeah. I had like a label meeting, which was amazing. And then just sitting there and I was like, wow, just to be here right now after everything I've been through is, is great. Your story of your upbringing is amazing fascinating and I've, I've got to believe even though that happened in during your childhood i've got to i got to imagine that that's a part of your soul of your artist that's that's the dna of your artistry for sure yeah. there was a lot of pain involved with not being able to do the very thing that you're i think is my destiny i think yeah. that i'm supposed to be doing so you know i went through a lot with that i feel like i had to go through that in order to come out with the messages that i do now even though it was painful for me I wouldn't have this voice, I think. It wouldn't carry the weight that it does. Forgive me if I don't get all of the details correct, but yeah. your upbringing involves being displaced out of Africa because of war. Yeah. So I was about um, six months old and my parents lost everything. Like my dad was a executive at the electrical company, which is a big deal at that yeah. time, you know. He like studied in Russia and came back and like did all those things. We were building a life for ourselves. So there was a war between Senegal and Mauritania. And my my mom's family and my dad's family are Senegalese and my dad's family is Mauritanian also. Mm. So we were living there. And then there was a war and then at like six months old, we got on a last plane and had to go to Senegal and like became refugees basically. But Again, if I understand the story correctly, your family was pressed into going to the United States to set up a life. You had to be separated from them for that yeah. during that time while they were ha while that was happening. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see my mom and dad for like five years probably mm. from the time of two when I was six years old. Yeah, so like four years, I didn't see them. What an amazing backdrop to have to grow up. But surprisingly, it wasn't unusual because a lot of my aunts and uncles were in America also while okay. the wife and children stayed in Senegal. So it wasn't that unusual for me, I thought. Because it was um, common within our family. But it is weird not... I mean, I never thought about it <laughs> until actually like just a few years ago. How weird it is not to have your parents around for four years. But I always, I always had a presence of family. Because my Great. aunt, uh, who was my mom's sister, raised us. So. And there's a very sense of community there. That My grandparents were there. So it was, it was really cool. Yeah. I love yeah. growing up in Senegal. I'm going to presume that if you weren't being actively encouraged in music early on, 
that there wasn't a whole lot of music happening in your house. So that's probably safe to assume. Yeah, no. What was your gateway? What was the pathway for you to actually finally sort of break through and get that opportunity to finally do music? It's so weird because I've always known what I w- would be doing for the rest of my life. And I would sit in class sometimes and tell people, you know, like even in college, I would tell people, oh, like, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to do this. And they're like, well, why are you here with, with me? And I'm like, well, because no one no one really knew that I actually um, sang in high school or even college. I don't know. Just so many different things. Just small steps along the way, like, push me towards this is what I have to be doing. I moved to Italy when I um, right after college and I started doing open mics there. Oh, okay. And that's when, I feel like that's when it really started setting in that maybe this is what I should be doing. Because other people were telling me. That is what I should be doing. Too. So you're getting the feedback that you need. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like the first time I was like really, really singing. You had mentioned that sort of high school, college, people didn't even know that you no. were a singer. So you were keeping I mean, it to I, yourself. I sang, I sang in high school, like d- disrupting the class. I was very disruptive. <laughs> like me, me and my friend, we used to just come out of nowhere and just start singing. And it would be very disruptive. So people would tell me to shut up. So <laughs> Now I know you're a true singer. When you just kind of burst into song in the middle of classes and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Now I know you're a singer. And when did songwriting start to come to you? I I started writing maybe like five years ago. I had a manager back then who was like, you should really start writing song, your own songs. Cause mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to make money. Uh, like, yeah, okay. there's that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, so I just start writing. And then I've just, I loved it ever since. And I'm getting better and better at it. And I know that writing can take you anywhere. And I just have to express myself. And that's, that's how writing comes easy for me. Yeah, Just yeah. basing it on real life experience. Well, and also it seems like, again, your platform, there's a social justice element to it. There's a, sure. a, a global change element to mm-hmm. it. All of those things. So it seems like it's providing you that platform to be a leader through music. I hope so. With that in mind, I, I assume that as soon as you get an opportunity, you're going to want to spread this message around the world and get touring. For and, sure. Uh, yeah, okay. A, a lot of people message me and say, you know, that the, the songs have lifted their spirits. And I know how it makes me feel, so I know how it makes other people feel too. And I just want people to feel and like, you know, get back to their emotions and like just love themselves so that we can love each other and like solve the world's problems. I think like, yeah. you know, just championing one thing, like, you know, just one one change here and there won't solve anything unless we change as people. So that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. So I was spending some time on your YouTube channel. I caught this feature that you did with uh, Shahid and Dixa. Yeah, yeah. This is Senegal, yeah, which yeah. is really cool. So how connected do you still feel with Africa and Senegal, and how often do you get to go back? Very connected. Yeah, tell me. Um, I go back. I try to go back at least like once a year or twice a year. I have a lot of friends there who are in the art scene and it's uh, amazing, 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 amazing. Last year I just did this thing with Akon on live television. So I do a lot of TV and press things there. And like I try to work with um, the artists there too because I've, I grew up with Senegalese music and I love it so much. And the hip hop scene there is really burgeoning. Like it's yeah, just, it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's got a distinctive sound to it, doesn't very. it? You're really positioning yourself as truly a global artist. I'm an international person. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, there's no, just no doubt. I and, love the world. Because, I mean, you have Spotify and all these um, uh, Apple Music streaming services, and it's available in all the countries, mostly. And then it's, you can listen to anything. Yeah. You can listen to anything. And you should verse yourself more. I used to watch a lot of Bollywood films, yeah. and I love the, the songs. So, I mean, I feel like my uh, my music is a mix of, it's not distinctly one thing, but is over time is like become, especially my new material is like just a mix of a bunch of different things that I've downloaded myself. So you're also drawing from some deep traditions too. Yes, Nina yeah. Simone. Yes. I, I love Fitzgerald is one of my favorites. I mean, it's interesting when I first came to America, all I listened to was pop music because that's what I thought was available. 
But then delving deeper into music and stuff, I I mean, uh, in high school, it's like a jazz class and they played Nina Simone and like, and Billie Holiday and stuff. And I just yes. fell in love with all the music. And I was just like, actually really good at it. <laughs> and it was yeah. just, I was like, wow, what is this? And I, I mean, as a singer, I try to listen to people's tone and how they articulate their words, their phrasing and stuff. So that's what I'm really into. Oh, that's an important breakthrough moment, that yeah. that high school jazz class of all Who things. Who would have thought? Right? <laughs> I used to have my head down all the time because I'd be so tired from sports the day before <laughs> and then, or just like not wanting to be teased or something, you know? Yeah, so I just like yeah. have my head down and stuff. But then as soon as the Nina, some, I mean, like Billie Holiday and it changed my life. Well, you've alluded to it a couple of times that you were having difficulty assimilating to America. It sounds like you really persevered through some challenging times. I did. Yeah. And I'm here. I wouldn't change, I mean, I would change it in that the people who were bullying me didn't have to bully me because, you know, hurt people hurt people. So they must have been hurting too. Mm. So I understand that aspect of it. But, you know, pressure creates diamonds. You've recently released a new single, mm -hmm. Rogue. Yes. Sounds so cool. I want to encourage our listeners to go check out the track because it's got this really great mix of throwback plus modern. And give me some background as to how that all came together. I only released it because it was all over television. It was being used as the promotion for Truth Be Told, which is um, Apple TV's new series. So yeah, a lot of people were like shazamming it. So I was just like, we were just like, let's put it up. It was also in the first episode of that show. Well, if you don't mind, can I ask you to play it for us? Yes. We're going to invite Noah Hernandez back on guitar. This is Miriam performing Rogue on Joy Sounds. You're expecting to go to war. To settle some old traditional score And you don't even know what it is Do you know? What you're fighting for Time to figure out What your book will be about You're the free hand, you're the will Will they catch you standing still? There's a reason, there's a rhyme You were chosen for the times You are able, you are strong This is the last time Choosing love and going rogue, rogue, rogue You're going rogue, rogue, rogue There's much to learn and much to do Dig deeper to accept your truth Don't be confined by the web, the web Of what they say and do Time to figure out what your book will be about You're the free hand, you're the will Will they catch you standing still? There's a reason, there's a rhyme You were chosen for the times You are able, you are strong This is the last time The past won't be the one to make your mind You're choosing love and going rogue, rogue, rogue You're going rogue, rogue, rogue Choosing love and going rogue, rogue, rogue You're going rogue, rogue, rogue This time I'm not gonna lie to myself 
you choose to love, you're going rogue, rogue, rogue. And that was Miriam performing her single, Rogue. Joy Sounds has recently expanded to include bonus episodes called Joy Sounds Spotlight. Joy Sounds Spotlight highlights individuals and organizations who do great work on behalf of emerging artists. We'll be talking with producers, camps, associations, schools, and many others to provide a resource for musicians at all levels. Basically, we're creating a movement to support emerging artists at this critical time in their career. If you want to be a part of this movement, I invite you to subscribe to Joy Sounds on a monthly basis by visiting patreon.com slash joysoundsmusic. Once again, that's patreon.com slash joysoundsmusic. Any amount goes directly towards our ability to continue to support these artists. On behalf of the Joy Sounds community of artists, I thank you for your support. Now let's get back to our conversation with Miriam. And that was Rogue by Miriam here on Joy Sounds. That's another great example of you just getting to the point with what you want to say in your songwriting. Hear this line about war Mm -hmm. and you don't know what it's about. Mm -hmm. That seems, again, like it's kind of drawn from your own personal experience, whether that was Mm -hmm. literally your upbringing or some of these these issues with bullying and assimilation and all of that. uh, That seems like it exists on a lot of layers for you. Yeah. I mean, it it exists everywhere. I mean, even through my travels, you know, one thing I realize is, you know, people are told certain things and unless you go out and try to explore it for yourself, you'll never really know. Because I've been told like, you know, like, don't hang out with this type of people. Don't hang out with these people, you know, because they're bad. But and I, and I thought that for when I was young, you know, yeah, for, yeah. because that's what I was told. And like, I wanted to be rewarded for my for my beliefs. And that's just how it works. We have to understand the, the reward system of compliance and obedience, you know, just because they tell you something doesn't mean is true. You know, you have to actually go out and explore it yourself. I met people who I've been told not to hang out with and I realized how amazing they were and like, okay, like some, maybe something is wrong here. It's an interesting story of how we can, as individuals, but also as society, can get manipulated into these behaviors, right? People have to understand how susceptible they are to these things. We we are human beings. I'm susceptible to it too. But yeah. what I know is there is no concrete. <laughs> like you, you can't you can't judge anybody unless it's on an individual basis, and that's just what it is. So you got this awesome line in the chorus: "You're choosing love and going rogue." Yeah. It's awesome because it's like you're representing this as being rebellious. You're you're being a rebel to choose love. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. I mean before being a I mean being some type of rebel would be like to choose the opposite of I mean cuz cuz going rogue means usually when I hear it's going rogue It's almost a negative connotation. Yeah, it's a negative thing. Like, yeah. you know, the fact that like somebody who was who was good before went bad. It just shows how where our society is now and that like maybe it's not so great and to be rebellious now is means to choose love. It, it was me and uh nephew. We did the song together. Like he sent me the the track. I just started writing to it. I had like some of the the verse and some of the chorus, like, I mean, the um, pre-chorus, and I knew exactly where I wanted to go. And then we were just in the studio, and he's like, the word that keeps coming to me is rogue. 
And I was like, okay. So then we just started working with that and just banged the song out in like within hours. It's amazing. I love it. I know that you also have artistic interests even beyond and outside of music, specifically in the fashion world, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you live it. Um, yeah. Every image I've seen of you is so striking because you make oh, such you. a fashion statement. It's really awesome. I try to. Yeah. yeah. I, I, haven't even, I haven't gone clothes shopping in so long. I just uh-huh. I get fabrics, especially when I go to Senegal. I get fabric from there and I get, like what I'm wearing right now, I get it made by the tailors there. And it's so cool. I've always loved fashion. I thought if I, if I wasn't doing music, I'd probably be in fashion. I just love looks and I love the idea of creating what you want to look like instead of doing what every you know what's out yeah, there. And yeah, absolutely. That's my main purpose. What inspires you in your creation? Again, I, I get the sense you're thinking globally as well mm-hmm. in your fashion designs. It's some sort of Afrofuturism. Yeah, okay. Ancient and futuristic. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you see it has roots, but it is also like futuristic. I think it's rooted in my in my background, you know. I try to just take it a step further. Just like your music, it's a true, authentic and genuine expression of, of you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I used to make clothes for my Barbie dolls when I was younger. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would cut off my clothes and my actual clothes and my mom would be so pissed. So what lies ahead for you in the future? Making a full album or maybe like EPs because, you know, okay. the climate has changed. So yep. I would probably like do a bunch of different EPs. The new music I've, I've been making is more personal, more about me. Yeah, I just want to come out with a bunch of music. The music industry is interesting because it's it's like one of these hurry up and wait kind of things, right? Where all of a sudden you got all this stuff that's like releasing and tours and all of this. And then there's those periods of where you're having to wait on other people. Yeah. yeah and just kind of get, get things in order yeah. and, and all of that. Those on and off again activity levels, a bit of a challenge for you? Very challenging. Yeah. But I've learned to navigate it. Yeah. I mean, it took me like a year to realize what was actually going on because I was completely new to the in- industry and I was yeah. just learning everything. And I-, I soak up things fast. So what I did in my uh, spare time is just make clothes too, which is you ah, know, there I you have go. the fashion line. So yeah. I did that and like just write songs and I just try to be present in the moment. And like e- even recently, I've been releasing um, visual acoustic videos of the songs that I had from my first EP yeah, just to reintroduce people to it and just to show my look and creativity in different ways. I try to think of the future too because what I'm making now with the, any clothes that I'm making now is what I'm going to be wearing when I'm not waiting. So I try to plan. I, I'm so ready. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah, I hear you. To be unleashed. So it sounds like also part of patience is just you being really smart and strategic yeah. about where this is going to land and, and yeah. what niche you're going to find, right? Yep. Yeah. Sure. I went through a period when I was, I mean, I wouldn't say self-managed, but I didn't, I didn't have um, management. And yeah. like now, just um, end of last year, I got management and I'm just so happy. That helps. Because it, yeah. it takes the burden off of me trying to do other things. When it's, it's hard for creative people <laughs> to try to actually be business people. And I, I think, well, I'm actually doing good with the business side of it. But it's just, it's very difficult. What a pleasure to get to know you. Thank and you. I look Thanks forward for to staying me. in touch. Yes. If our listeners want to keep up with you, mm-hmm. where's the best place that they can find you? Well, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, but I would recommend you go straight to YouTube. YouTube, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen to my music because, you know, social network is great and all, but I feel like to really understand me, go listen to the music. Anywhere you can find her at Mariam Music, which is M-A-R-I-E-M-E, music, at Mariam Music. Yes. Yeah. You got it right. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. What Thank a you. pleasure and look forward to the next time and good luck. For sure. Thanks, Mary. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks.
Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Music you need to know.